<laughs> Beaming into your mind like a ray of cosmic revelation, smashing through the mainstream like a comedy prophecy. Lords and ladies, welcome to my show. And this is your home away from home for everything super psionics and magic tech. Well, before we talk psionics, let's talk stupid for a moment. I mean, it is quite irresistible to make fun and game of politicians, bureaucrats, and the detestable muggles, non-magic folks. I mean, any psionic supervillain worth his salt needs some playthings to paw at. So let's... <laughs> let's paw at some of the lesser IQ bipeds who are breathing our air without showing us the due respect we so deserve. At first, it is uber good fun to make playthings of the morons, but alas, even I tire of the game these toddlers exhaust our patience with. Morons. Lunatics. I did say morons, did I not? Seriously, there are too many progressives whom take offense when confronted by the reality that men cannot give birth. Purportedly, some official was banned from Twitter for reminding his fellow Tweeple of this matter-of-fact. Dimwits, fools, of course men cannot give birth. But these hair-neck wookies insist we can't say that. It's like, what was it, like Bambi or something said, if you've got nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Well, we don't listen to little angry Disney characters here at Planet Verloc. Oh, yes, Jack Dorsey, the Wookiee who makes a little too much money to be a real Marxist, no, I wasn't born yesterday, sir. But apparently, his big supporters are late for the party. I mean, we shouldn't even be having this conversation if the UN and policymakers simply didn't spend all their time in these pseudo-intellectual conferences that anyone with half a cow dropping for a brain, nose is utter rubbish. But now, let us be fair. Oh, yes. Fair. This word belongs to fairy tales and not real life, my darkness. Still, it is kind of fun to poke at people on both sides of the fence, so... Which is, in a manner a thing of some importance which sets psionicist apart from the average Joe and ordinary sim-automaton sheeple 
person out there. Okay, so on the far right side of the fence, we have these morons who think, if he or she fights, I'm with them. Christ is a white politician. No, I'm sorry. I couldn't resist that. I mean, seriously, we all know Christ wasn't white, so let's just forget about that train of thought. But I mean, you know, it's there. That deranged thought is there subconsciously. Yes, fight, 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 and more fight. Take this guy, Mr. Cox, who drags a grizzly bear around with him to gain political clout. Well, perhaps the bear one day will eat him. Yes, well, that at least would be entertaining. Come on, man. <laughs> Onward! Now, I really love this one tweet I read on Twitter. Stated something to the effect of, and I quote, Yes, even politicians can be replaced by robots. All we need is artificial superintelligence. End quote. Well, yes, I read that right. I don't think there's anything remotely super about the intelligence of a politician. In fact, probably we can omit intelligence entirely. Why not simply restate this post on Twitter as, quote, artificial? Then we'd all be on the same page here. Not a lot of choices. Ha! <laughs> Men are fools, as Conan the Barbarian said. Well, I've taken up a godly portion of my precap on the show here, so let us get right down to the dirty nitty-gritty, to the meat of the matter this evening. Sorry to offend our vegetarian friends. Well, no, not really. I'm going to tell you about psionics to make life more fun, entertaining, and possibly more difficult for the bureaucrats who seem to believe that making our lives more interesting and diverting our attention is just what the doctor ordered. Well, let me tell you. Let's show them who's boss, shall we? Alrighty then. So, without further ado, let us begin. You look out from your balcony, your window pane, your tiny universe in your lab, or peer through the omniscient eye of Google street cams. And what do you see? Well, I'll clarify for you. You see a world run amok, completely insane. Zombie here, zombie there, liars, bureaucrats, criminals, thieves, wasting our time. And the controllers are themselves insane on both sides of the fence ladies and gentlemen to either end the means are a trifle indifference our end shall not be their end we are psionicists by the contrary our beginning is with their end 
and it is our allegiance to this psionic path, first fathered by my personal mentor to make the world obey. Well, we certainly do not want these muggles, immutable stupidity, to be steered by lunatics in the world legion of confused old biddies who can't add two and two together to figure out that societies cannot be transformed into green energy overnight and still live. Now, I can hear some of you protesting, but I did say, and still live. In any event, allow me to tell you a story, and then we'll wrap things up with the gadgetry and know-how to get you started pushing buttons and turning dials, throwing levers, come on, mad scientists, to get what you want out of this grand theatrical mess of drama addicts and failed IQ chimps. Onward, then. So, as I grew out of my childhood supernatural beginnings, we're talking about my story here now, so do listen, lean forward, pay attention. With a variety of poltergeist activities and precognitive visions, hopefully not wasted, I don't think they were, it was in my teens, later, when I came into contact with my soon-to-be teacher of psionics, Charles W. Casimano, the godfather of psionics, and I became his very first student. Mark that in your memory, and remember it well. I felt that we would become friends for a very long time, and, and indeed this became true. What I had to do was to learn more about my own weaknesses and strengths, sometimes the two being one and the same, and spend a good deal of time practicing a variety of exercises designed to open my mind's eye and awareness. Well, I didn't really need to open my mind's eye, but I did need to take control of my extrasensory perception and awareness and bring my abilities under the control of my will. As it was, my psychic talents were all over the board and outside of my conscious control. However, with the guidance of my most generous mentor, also known as Uncle Chucky, the nefarious arc fiend, I did indeed succeed on the psionic path to self-mastery and self-empowerment. I'd like to share a little about this journey, and hopefully you may decide to join me as well. It'd be smart if you did. In the beginning, as I've said, we exercised my awareness and a study of various magic patterns and so on, as a matter of course. The story is quite lengthy. And so I will cut to the chase. No, I'm not going to the bank. I mean straight to the point. At length, I learned to truly hone in with my focused concentration, develop my aptitude for dowsing, and expanded my radionic skills, and so on. Where I have taken this work to the next level, 
being my mentor's successor, is in the area of psionic robots, thought crystallization machines. That means we can create thought forms of the machine without very much visualization involved. Literal and variable psychotronics, equally important, and a new philosophy of conditional rates across psionic devices. Conditional rates being those energies that we introduce into a radionic box must meet certain conditions in order to complete a circuit. This is very important. It's very, very breakthrough kind of stuff here. We're even working on psionic tethering and psionic splicing operations these days, many of which have worked in real-world events. Wonderful, isn't it? Well, this becomes important to my supporters listening tonight, is the area of extended psionics power. That new territory which grants operators the ultimate potential to beat the lag between operations and results. Yes, you heard me right. And then some. Psionic robot and psionic splicing are the two paperback books that I print which teach the advancement of psychic machine magic. As a matter of fact, one of my first batches that I was shipping out had a copy of Psionic Robot stolen en route on its way to Norway by operatives in Beijing. Yes, the Chinese took my book. What did I do? I shipped a another book, free of charge, to my good friend in Norway. This book is not only a beautifully illustrated book on psionics, we're talking about psionic robot now, with free comics in the back, yes, I believe in adding some wonderful entertainment to each of my books, and why not? Why should we not enjoy comic books? You have a problem with that? But also the ultimate radionic supervillain's handbook, to crafting mega-monster techno-servitors to rampage the world, make it your oyster, or as companions for the occultist in his or her research work. These mental psychic robots can also be made easily at home or backwards engineered from existing robots and models that any operator can purchase from eBay. Often for pennies on the dollar, ladies and gentlemen. How's that for a bang for your buck? Money, mind control, and magical weapons, or defense, are all possible with this book, Psionic Robot, an Artificer's Guide to Anthropomorphic Constructs. Do get yourself a copy it is worth every dollar. Now, as for making better use of existing, pre-existing magical patterns, or for upgrading our very own servitors and psionic robots, or anything else that can be represented in magical symbolism, I urge the modern wizard and sorcerer to buy my book, Psionic Splicing. This book teaches the psionicus how to take desired attributes from magical entities, demons, 
angels, gods, and spells from all manner of grammars of all kinds, and then discard the traits or qualities that are not desired for the magician's practical purposes in magical operations. In not so many words, take the devil and his power and discard the fire of hell. In a nutshell, you know, my first realization that existing magic could be altered occurred for me on a hunch. I was, some decades ago, working with Uncle Chucky on some side projects for ravaging our nation's enemies, and so I elected to work with my mentor's design for something called the Biocircuit Chair, which was an arrangement originally designed by my mentor to help protect this one woman from mind control influence. They, they believed that that was coming from a three-letter organization intruding upon her mind. Uh, I know only part of that story personally. Uh, well, while sitting and speaking with my mentor. And so it was called the Hillerman Biocircuit Chair. An epic story. But anyway, I... I selected a pentacle for causing earthquakes. Oh, yes, working with telluric forces is something I'm not too shabby at, you know. But instead of earthquakes, I tuned into the pentacle with my mind. And as my consciousness melded with the spirits of the pentacle, the intelligence of that magical pattern. Well, I formed in my mind a fixed image of this target location, issuing a mental command, a vision, expanded in my mind's eye, and I could feel the earth. I willed that location to instead have a sinkhole, and after the operation, I then retired to my other studies, but the results came in rather early and much to my surprise, for the unusual timing of these sort of operations can take weeks or months, and sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, years, even ten years, to manifest. And that's the truth. However, I had become gradually more adept in something I call kinetic magic. So my work was exponentially gaining more powerful results over the years of practice. Many years passed before I moved to Wisconsin to live next to my old friend and teacher, where we sat as the gods did on Mount Olympus and had ourselves a delightful conversation about the times past and the times present. With this conversation... We decided to print Uncle Chuck's favorite book as a gift to all of his students and loyal supporters. And that was the book Psionic Supervillain. Now, it's no longer in stock, of course, but these autograph copies that did go out, that were mailed out to all loyal fans, Chuck's top fans and supporters, are a once-in-a-lifetime deal that I'm sure our good friends out there will treasure for the rest of their lives. Now, 
We are in the age of cyanic robots and cyanic splicing. Moving forward, this is a very exciting area of sorcery and quasi-super science. But the choice to take advantage of this rare knowledge is, of course, up to my listeners tonight. Your choice. I will not continue to publish cyanic robot or cyanic splicing indefinitely. Prints are collectibles, which can then be resold for lots of money if one waits for some years. I have no qualms with you doing this. Sure, buy my books, hold on to them, and sell them for double and triple their price in eBay. Not at all. In fact, I'm happy if you make lots of money doing that. And as we move ever into a digital age, such printed books are the antiquarian's treasure trove. Generations ahead are in too much of a hurry, perhaps, to sit down and read through a batch of printed books. But, as wizards, we find this timely art, or time-honored art, not only enjoyable, but also a serious advantage over the impatient majority. After all, he whom reads books makes decisions for the majority, and often he will instruct others in what decisions the majority can make. Multiple choice questions for the majority, kiddies. Those listening to this podcast do not take orders from bigwigs or authority of the state. But quite to the contrary, you're in this pursuit for your own power and to forge your own destiny. That's the whole point. What else is there? Grow some balls. For us, breaking the rules is not only good practice, but it is also good measure of our abilities improving in psionics. So you'll need to muster up these new breakthroughs in psionics method in philosophy, which I graciously publish and present with you at verloc.com shop. I have what you need. Simply visit the link to my psionic shop, and before you know it, you will be devouring some powerful and entertaining fun stuff that you can use Zionics to accomplish. As my old mentor used to say, it's fun to be the devil's advocate, but it's more fun to be the devil. Well, in this case, we're techno uh, demiurges, <laughs> whatever you call it these days. I do believe, and you, know, you got to have a sense of humor about this stuff. I do believe we've reached the closing of tonight's epic gathering here on Planet Verloc. I could go on, and we could be here for hours, but we all have work to do. And you have reading to do, by the way. So in conclusion to tonight's show, I would like to extend a very warm welcome to all of you new to psionics and ask that you first download my ebook keep the magic high which is mercifully cheap only four dollars and 99 cents to download the ebook no tax 
That will help you better understand the terminology and methods, and of course the overall lifestyle for a techno-mage or psionicist. Again, $4.99, no tax, I pay that burden for you. As well as a grand section in this ebook, by the way, which instructs my students in the arrangement of a home laboratory <laughs> for the modern magician of radionics and my area of psychometrics, which you'll find very interesting, I'm sure. When, yeah, remotely groping. <laughs> yeah, all right, keep, keep, this is a family show. When you're ready, you may progress through my other books and indeed read through the trio of the Verloc Practical Guides for the Three Magical Instruments of Self-Empowerment, along with my personal history and journey, my life story, into the magical lifestyle. Even the legendary events of my turning Super Typhoon Neaguri, along with 40 other typhoons, is included in these tales, among other interesting breakthroughs in telemechanics, how to bring up an on-screen keyboard without touching the damn handheld smartphone, and psychokinesis remote presence. Well, that's all, Darklings. Be sure to get yourself some fun reading this weekend, or die. No, I'm just kidding. You don't have to die, but please do get some fun reading this weekend, and visit my shop. And until next time, as always, always, keep the magic high. Zer Doctor Von Vrilok. <laughs> Signing out. <laughs>